welcome to season two of a Leader Like Me podcast. My name is Advita Patel and I'm an internal communications and employee experience consultant based in Manchester. And I'm Priya Bates. I'm president of Inner Strength Communication based in Toronto, Canada. We're co-founders of A Leader Like Me. A Leader Like Me is a community to help underrepresented people progress in their careers. And we also help people progress on diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging for everyone. We hope you enjoy the conversation this season. Hello and welcome back to episode three already in this second second season. So this week, Priya, I thought it'll be useful for us to talk about research. Okay, it's a great subject. Doing, I know because we've been doing this. Both of us actually have been reading lots of books, research documents, academic papers, podcasts, listening to podcasts as well listening to all sorts of things to help us get the data that we need and the research, sorry, that we need for the book, right? So how are you getting on with your research with uh, our inclusive book? Oh, you know, I actually, for the first time in a long time, Advita, I went to the library. (laughs) I I figured that I could buy, I, I listened to a lot of books and this was something I was finding to be a little bit of a challenge because as much as I listen to books and get inspired by the things I hear, when I'm doing the research for the book that we're writing, I feel like I need to see it visually in front of me so that I can capture the big bibliography references and be able to say this is what they actually said and capture it accurately versus listening and trying to write really quickly. So I found that, you know what, I'm going to spend some time in the library, look at business books, see what's out there from an EDI, DEI perspective. And that was eye-opening for me that I found whole sections on talking about uh, DEI. And as you mentioned this to me the other day, that a lot of them are really at the beginning, reaching the basics, talking Mm -hmm. about history and talking about how do we get started but there wasn't anything that we found that was focused on communication and engagement. And that's what I found really interesting when I was going through the books that I've kind of invested in and been reading. And I I really do need to get to my library because I am spending a fortune (laughs) on on these books. Honestly, I'm ordering nearly a book every other day. I love it. I love books. I absolutely adore them. And this is one of the reasons why well, both of us love reading and, and learning anyway, which is why we want to write our own book. But I suppose what I found really interesting in all of this is we we had the idea for the book, didn't we? And we've spoken about this before, about putting together our content plan and we, we knew where we wanted to go. But obviously, when you're writing a book like ours, you do need to back it up with research and data. And this is the first time I think I have spent, apart from doing my you know postgraduate diplomas and things like that, but sitting down and really thinking around the research that I'm reading, the kind of the data source behind that research, the pros and cons of the work that we're, what we're trying to say. And like you just said, there isn't much out there from what I've seen and, and from what you've seen as well around communication and inclusion. Absolutely. And, and that's the critical part of everything that we are doing around belonging space, isn't it? About how do we communicate some of these initiatives and some of this work that we're doing, especially around leadership and trust. And I'm talking about why. And one of the books I started with is Simon Sinek's Start With Why. And and so much of the foundation of what he talks about is about communication, about being able to inspire versus manipulate. 
Yeah. And I think about the connections there and communication plays such a key role. So yeah, definitely found that out through some of the reading that I've been doing. Found out there's a, you know, I'm looking at books and researching books. I'm looking for a lot of demographics and data that's out there, the yeah. stats, what's yeah. happening with the world. So that really provides a lot of support. And I'm also reading a lot of articles, uh, you know, on the internet doing my Googling, finding out are there credible sources, I'll believe something from one organization versus another and going backwards. Just because what we're looking for is it's not just the thoughts that are in our heads when we're working on books. That, that kind of what happens when you're writing a blog or writing an article, that's your opinion. But when yeah. you're writing a book, what you need is something that says, here's the proof, here's the support, here's, yeah. you know, here's that information that is credible, the data that you talked yeah. about, that you need to uh, to really support the book that you're writing and, and the thoughts and the, the thinking that you're trying to share. And to be fair, you know, what you just shared there, Priya, I think it's good practice in everyday life anyway, because I think we can fall into this trap of misinformation or disinformation or this belief, you know, the algorithms on social media are very clever. They show you what they believe you want to read. And it aligns with your own bias because they watch your search functionalities and what you're looking for and, and very smart because, you know, the way social media companies work is that they want to keep you on their platform for as long as possible. And what I always say to communicators and with leaders that I work with is, and this is going to be one of our chapters in the book, so a bit of a giveaway, but we are going to be talking about bias in the book because that's we have to acknowledge, both of us have to acknowledge our own bias in this work as well. Correct. And the reason we are doing such detailed research and investigation and due diligence is because we have to make sure that we are not, as well as we have an opinion, and we'll put that in the book, obviously, because that's really important, but it has to be balanced against the research that we're doing. And we're making sure that we have an intuition about some of the stuff that we're doing and we practiced it and developed, delivered it, sorry, for our clients that we work with and the organisations that we work with. But we also need to make sure that those folks who are going to read our book are confident that we have done our due diligence and we're doing what we have to do in terms of bringing a very you know robust resource to them because we want this book and I know it's a big aim but we do want this book to change lives absolutely change organizations right change organizations so that they can change lives and uh, I think that's really exciting one of the things when I did go to the library that surprised me and was a bit of a pleasant surprise because I haven't had a library card in ages, you know, for my kids maybe, but not for myself. And I I found out that uh, our library card here in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, which is where I live, actually gives me access to the whole suite of LinkedIn Learning. That was a pleasant surprise. Sometimes you forget that there's resources out there that you don't have to pay for that are available to us if we take advantage of them. 100%, and I think that's important. And I need to go to my library and check it out because I I don't know if the the Manchester Library, if anyone is listening from there, uh, can do that. Because I think that what a brilliant benefit of being a, a member of a library if you can get access to those online tools and LinkedIn Learning. If if people haven't ever gone into that space, it's incredible. You know, I pay a monthly subscription to access it, and I think it's sixty sixty pounds a month, which is an investment and it's quite a lot of money to be honest. But because the tools that you get in LinkedIn Learning and the the teachers and the subjects you get access to, they, they are really good. It's a definitely a good avenue to kind of go down if you kind of want to investigate a little bit more about some 
certain topics, especially around inclusion and belonging. And it being attached to your library card, what a brilliant initiative. And I think that, you know, as communication professionals, as strategic communication professionals, we've always encouraged everyone when they're approaching communication and approaching strategy to always start with research, right? Yeah. And, and I think that this whole process is opening up my need to research more outside of, uh, you know, the audits and things like that, that I do, but really pay attention to, to what's going on. What are people talking about? What are the conversations that are going on out there formally and informally to inform the story and the narrative that we're going to be sharing through the book? Definitely. And I think before we end this uh, episode, it'll be really good for you if we could share a couple of books that have really made us think about some of the research we're doing. So I'll kick off because I know I just kind of dropped that in in the conversation. (laughs) So the first book I'm going to recommend to people if you haven't read it, and this was recommended to me by Jenny Field from Redefining Comms, those of you who don't know her, is Culture Code. And I'm just getting the author's name so I don't mispronounce it. So it's uh, Daniel Coyle from The Culture Code. I would highly recommend that book. It's an incredible book. I've been listening it to on Audible but I've also recently bought the hard copy because I have started to highlight sections in that. And the second book, which I have read and rereading again, because there's some incredible stuff in there, is Unleashed. And that's by Francis Frey and Anne Morris. And Francis Frey and Anne Morris talk about belonging, inclusion, trust. Uh, and, And the chapter I'm focusing energy on at the moment is trust. And one of the things I loved about Francis's section was her kind of triangle of trust, which is, authenticity, empathy, and logic. And you'll you'll hear and see more of that, I hope, in the book that I'm writing as well around the chapter, sorry, around trust. So what are your recommendations for you? I have mentioned uh, Simon Sinek's Start With Why and uh, taking a look at uh, that book. It's a great book talking about, I had mentioned this before, that versus it's about inspiration versus manipulation. And I think that's what I'd like to see from a Uh, DEI perspective, when we're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, we really need to inspire our workforce to do the things that we think are the right things and change behavior. And they need to be inspired versus manipulated because then they're resisting. And we're seeing that in a lot of organizations. I also picked up a book and I haven't read it yet, but I'm in the process of reading it. And it was just published in 2022 and it's called the Anti-Racist Business Book. So I'm fascinated to see what that's going to teach me because I want to understand, you know, anti-racism and business and how that applies to the work that we're doing. Wow, that sounds fascinating. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us here today. If you want to follow us and our book writing journey and the work that we're doing with a leader like me, then please do follow us on our socials, which you can find us on Instagram, on LinkedIn and on Twitter under the, the tag a leader like me. And of course, you can always email us as well at info at aleaderlikeme.com. One final thing I'm going to leave everyone with is that if you've got a case study or an interesting initiative that you're doing in your organization that you think would be a great story for us to share in our books, then please do get in touch with Prayer and I, because we are now looking at uh, inspirational case studies that will help people understand how they can put some of the stuff that we're writing into practice. And that's it from both of us. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to A Leader Like Me podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, then you can find us under A Leader Like Me, or you can send us an email to info at aleaderlikeme.com. And please do leave us a review on any of your podcasting platforms that you listen to our podcast on. Thank you so much.